It is what you make. Yeah, it's the two hands, you know, that, that uh, kind of release uh, the dove uh, and there are lots of clouds in the background. So beautiful piece, that's, you know, that was done in 2015. So that's how it started. The following year, we did the each piece uh, mural, uh, Tanya and myself, you know, we took the charge of it and so we came up with that idea and we had a lot of students that came to help us with that, uh, to visualize what that means, you know, to teach peace. And uh, so, uh, yeah, that's that, you know, and then uh, each piece is, you know, the interjection of the, the word, playing with words of uh, teach and peace that's kind of to come together uh, uh, to create that, and uh, and also you know, all the images are uh, just different people's interpretation of you know what uh, teaching piece really means to them, you know, and and there are a lot of interesting uh, uh, statements and images of you know nature and community and uh, the globe and you know the clothes and uh, celebration, you know, dance. Love, all of it, you know, it's just, it's really beautiful, yeah. And then the year after that, uh, Jose Hernandez, you know, was invited to do a mural, and he did the Liberty uh, uh, piece, you know, that we had some folks that they came to help. And anyway, the interesting thing about this piece was that, you know, that after like a few weeks of it, uh, it got vandalized. And then... Uh, so he came immediately, like, you know, a few days after that, you know, he painted even better than what he was. And then he painted uh, this statement on the side of it, which, which is, we walk together in our path justice, uh, for justice and peace. So he did that, and freedom of speech was another thing that he kind of added later to kind of come back to whoever did the vandalizing. Our response we are, to that. Yeah, response to that. We are here and we are going to expand. Yeah. You are not going to scare us away. So, anyway, so that was beautiful. And then the, the following year, we did the uh, Power to the People piece. We did a lot of people coming together, conjunction, kind of uh, coming together toward the sun. And this was, you know, really inspired by Poor People's Campaign. Yeah. You know, and, and so that's... You know, I was involved with it, and, and I thought, you know, it needed to be included because they were becoming, you know, really a force uh, in this. So let's uh, kind of paint, uh, kind of describe the location. This is on Seventh Street in Little Rock. What's the street that's in between? Do you know? I don't know the street. You know, that one is uh, I don't know Jones or I know that it ends to to Sayer. Okay. So you know, there is a very famous restaurant and bar here. It's called uh, Whitewater Tavern. Okay. That has been there for many years. So that's and kind of the end of the section that we're talking about. End of section. Yeah, that goes to that. On the rest. west side. Yeah. On and the that, east side, I think I saw Denison or something like Denison. that. Denison. Yeah, yeah, I think okay. so. Yeah. So it's about, you know, I would say it's about six blocks okay. long, six or seven blocks of, you know, city blocks. Uh, so it's a big stretch, gotcha. you know. So... So we were envisioning that, you know, in maybe 15, 20 years, we can finish all this painting <laughs> and be doing it, you know, once a you know, year. Yeah. But but the the excitement of, you know, artists to have a place to express and also, yeah. of course, because of the circumstances, political situation in the country, 
you know, pretty much two, three years ago, it kind of expanded. And they came different time of year to just kind of add more to it. You know, I, I remember you know, this, you know, Martin Luther King piece, you know, which was huge. Uh, after we did some fundraising uh, to get the scaffold and others, you know, it, you know, uh, Jose came with all his friends. Shut up. There's so many of them. I don't remember all everybody's name, but they all came and did that beautiful piece. Quite breathtaking. Oh, can, you just, can you describe kind of a little bit of it? So it has, you know, on the right side of it, you know, it has the Martin Luther King, and it has that, and then in the middle has a big, you know, letter letterings of peace, in, and also on top of that, it has the Central High uh, facade with uh, with uh, the the whole history of you know the uh, you know Central High and you know the whole uh, Little Rock Nine, Little Rock Nine, and mm -hmm. yeah, and and then on the left side of it, you know, then another elaboration on peace, you yeah. know, kind of. So yeah, it, it it takes up. It stretches quite a bit here. It's, oh uh, yeah, it, I would say at least about 50 feet long or something like that. Right now, I know Hamid and I are standing underneath a overpass uh, for a street that's above us, and the thing to use describes is kind of the, the genesis of the mural that began to be created was right under this overpass. And from this overpass, it's the, the, the artistic expressions and the mural itself has expanded both directions almost completely um, from end to end on the location we've described. Like uh, Hamid was saying, it sounds like they thought that maybe over the course of 10, 15, 20 years, they might be able to cover the space. But, but uh, artists inspired by issues and need to express um, themselves have been out here actively filling the space up, and it's, it's, uh, it's filling up quite nicely in a short amount of time. Beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. It's exciting. And, you know, people, you know, come here and, uh, you know, last weekend especially when – that Sunday, a lot of people were here and they talked. One particular person talked uh, uh, about. He was sitting. I said, "Are you an artist?" He said, "No, I'm. I'm a law student." And I said, "Wow, that's great." So, what brought you here? He said, "I come here as often as I can. It just gives me energy. Gives me a place to contemplate. You know, and kind of, you know, to relax and yeah. kind of observe and soak it all in. So it's really." I thought that was great, you know, the statement of the place that what has become, really. you know, because a lot of families, you know, even, you know, the, the family just came through here. They came yesterday from Jacksonville because yeah. they saw a little news in the, uh, about us. And so he came with, she came with three of her children and they all wanted to do something, you know. So that's beautiful. So, it is. so you know, the idea of peace, you know, it's really expanding all over, and that's really nice. That's what. Yeah, it definitely, like, like you were saying, this has become like a potential a place, an oasis, or even a, a place of contemplation, where folks can come to. Not just have to be, you have to be an artist to be here, just to come and actually take the energy and the artistic expression here, and and be meditative and contemplative. It can be uh, quite a uh, useful place to be. Exactly. It, it, you know, it's people's history, yeah. essentially. You know, people's history and people's uh, really demands, people's desires, you know. That, of course, you know, uh, is not 
you know, not fulfilled, obviously. Right. Uh, so it's a place to express all that. We have a uh, mural of George Floyd here. We have some for even for our Bianca Taylor. As events have taken place, even over this last year, contributions have been made to express that. And um, so whenever someone wants to, like an artist wants to add a, a piece to this, is there a process for that? Or do they just kind of come and... Yeah, I mean, first of all, yeah, they just need to come and uh, talk to really Jose. Jose Hernandez, you know, kind of uh, graciously, you know, kind of became a leader. You know, he doesn't want to be called that, you know, but... <laughs> But he, he really, because he's more accessible than any of our other people. So, yeah, I, there's not a lot of space really left, to be honest with you. There are some very few, you know, stairs and that sort of thing. But a lot of empty spots are already called for. The different artists have, have come and preserved this space. But, but however, th this shows, you know, that how uh, this can expand to other neighborhoods, other places. Uh, I met this awesome friend of mine after long, uh, many years, you know, at the grocery store yesterday, and, uh, and he lives in uh, Hillcrest area. And he said he, with his little group of, you know, the association in the neighborhood, they're talking about having some sort of, you know, places or avenue for kids and artists to come and, you know, kind of express themselves and kind of beautify the, the you know, the neighborhood. So, wow. yeah, yeah. Thank you. so yeah, it's, it's great. And it can be done. I'm sure, you know, the Southwest Little Rock would be a great place to, to uh, you know, pull this idea. Oh, anyway, any neighborhood. Yeah, absolutely. I know that even with the... Uh our Arkansas Poor People's Campaign here, we've talked about how it would be powerful to be able to, you know, spread this kind of process around the state or, you know, different locations, not just in Little Rock, but expanding this and, you know, let's empower people to be able to create these murals. These murals are meaningful, right? Oh, definitely. But, but this is, to be honest with you, I've been in, involved with a lot of uh, uh, groups that they wanted to make some of these, you know, uh, mural pieces that will happen in certain neighborhoods. But you see, the, the neighborhood has to own it. Yeah. You know, right. you can't just come from outside and just kind of go yeah. in and, you know, say, okay, this is a good idea for you guys. Yeah. But that doesn't work, you know. Before you know it, they're going to paint over it. Right. You know? And I'm right. rightly so. So it has to come really from the within the, you know, community, you know, and people that uh, they shouldn't come with the idea or the uh, first, really. Yeah. But it's much more grassroots absolutely, than it is. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, that's the only, you know, so they, they, they will defend it. You yeah. Know? Here, absolutely. same thing. Yeah, you have to defend it, yeah. Absolutely. You know, yeah. Because, yeah, somebody could come and paint over something, yeah. you know. Let's talk about um, Peace Week. you got a couple of projects here you're working on. Yeah. And uh, people are, uh, young people are coming to participate in, uh, specifically with Peace Week. Can you kind of talk about those two sure, art, sure. Uh, locations? One that, you know, uh, Tanya, of course, is working on the beautiful uh, painting of uh, over there with more uh, teenagers and older uh, artists that uh, over there that she can, I'm sure, you know, comment on that. Uh, that's beautiful. What I'm doing is, you know, is more geared towards uh, any age. Uh, young, four or five, as, as, you know, as young as they can hold a brush. Yeah, so, right. And any age. So, so, so you have to be really open and kind of a simple idea to, so, so anybody could participate. Uh, so the theme uh, that I came up with, you know, is 
uh, I have a bumper sticker on my car of this, you know, that it says, you know, uh, love is greater than fear. And I always was intrigued with that powerful statement. Uh, uh, so, I, and I think, you know, it, it speaks to, uh, a lot to this situation we are in. And so, and it, people, you know, express themselves on that theme. So, so yeah, I, from little kids, you know, they paint the little houses, little <laughs> neighborhood, yeah. uh, peace sign, although it's wrong, but it's okay, cute. <laughs> and, and and then all the bit of the statements like you know justice for all you know that that was came from an eight year old ah, and yeah. peace for life love for all you know beautiful stuff yeah. and then you know of course we had some uh, 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 I think Swedish language I'm not sure oh, wow. it's a friend of ours in in different language that would be kind of cool I may do one in the language that I can yeah. Do. In Farsi, yeah. But, so anyway, it's really good. And we had uh, so far two mornings that you know that uh, made it available to kids from eight in the morning to noon. And today is the final day of it, you know. And so you know, after that, you know, then I will wrap it up. I will do my little things, you know, on it to kind of make it cohesive, and and then that will be it. Yeah. Yeah. Do you mind describing it, kind of like the uh, what you got, what's kind of the yeah, constant? Uh... Yeah, it really the, the whole idea is uh, uh, simply a big uh, uh, quilt idea. Yeah. So, and a quilt is you know just coming together, and that's the theme of the the peace day this this year. You know, coming together for peace. Yeah. So and and yeah, quilt definitely uh, kind of speaks on that in any culture that you go, you know, that that's really true for all cultures. I remember I had one of uh, the quilts, you know, when I was a little kid, you know, my grandmother made. So, yeah. so quilting is just what you have that so you put together and and to make something much larger, much more meaningful and useful. So that's, you know, so I painted the background, uh, the colors, different shades of purple. And so, which is very nice background for all any color to, to go over it. And so we're going to fill it up with all kind of, uh, you know, positive ideas that we can because uh, we need it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I know there's a lot of hearts sprinkled all throughout. And that's kind of adds to the thematic uh, unification of it. Um, and you're, you're letting kids come and draw their own hearts or even decorate the hearts that you've already put on absolutely, there. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. Anything, yeah. We had the best... You know, not not the best. You know, really, all are be, you know awesome, each one. But you know, the kids, you know, that they came, you know, last week, they really added so much to this, you know, lovely, you know, livelihood of this piece. You know, so all those little dribbles on the yeah. <laughs> beautiful hearts. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, it's, it's it's coming together. Yeah, it's kind of the heart of an artist to be able to see. Work done by small children and see that it is still it is an expression of art and not see it's not a mess it's actually a beautiful expression. It's a beautiful expression and then you see that, uh, what I love about uh, really young kids is that they are uh, they don't hesitate you know <laughs> you don't paint for sure you know and then that's, uh, that's awesome beautiful. and they do you know pour out you know their hearts you know yeah. and, and they really give all they have and so it's inspiring you know for yeah. us adults you know absolutely sure, yeah. 
So that leads us into kind of a, a more of a conversation about Peace Week. And um, he said, no, this is the, what, the fifth fifth uh, installment of Peace Week? Six, uh, it's been 2015. Okay. Started, so, so I guess this is, this is the sixth installment. Yeah. So kind of talk us more a little bit about, about Peace Week. What it means to you? What is it? What is it? Has has grown and everything like that. But Peace Week, you know, actually, the, the, we have. I mean, really, the main person that you know you need to talk to is Bob Estes. You know, Bob Estes, you know, is really a big, big force behind uh, this. Uh, uh, this has become an organization in a way. All yeah. volunteers, of course, and uh, so he kind of uh, kind of get everybody uh, on page about six, seven months in advance, you know, so we, we meet, you know, once a month, and so we talk about, you know, what worked from pre previous years and what we want to add more. And through the years, you know, the, we have done things that, you know, just kind of, uh, I kind of remember is, you know, that uh, the interface uh, the dinner was, you know, big hits because, you know, uh, that's how generally Peace Week started. Uh, they had uh, usually an Islamic center or, or Medina center that they had uh, a beautiful feast and and uh, people from all different faiths came and they had really awesome speakers that they talked about, you know, their ideas of peace and how, you know, really interlocked uh, all these ideas are, you know, different faiths. Together and we can work together. Uh, so, so that's how we usually start. And then during the week, uh, it's filled with all kinds of things. You know, we have film, you know, showing on the idea of peace. Then, of course, you know, they have a whole package of you know peacemaking for young people that you know they have created uh, for schools that they send to schools and encourage them to contemplate and and you know, get kids involved with this idea, uh, you know, uh, conflict resolution, all that kind of things, you know. And uh, so there's, some, there's a, a youth focus throughout the week? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Youth focus in, a, in the schools. And then also uh, we usually pretty much end it with a, a festival hmm. for kids. Yeah. That, you know, that it usually takes place in the central high in the park. Uh, the museum has been gracious, you know, the, they, they are a big supporter of, you know, the Peace Week. And so we usually have a lot of great uh, art and music and the food. But this year, you know, of course, because of COVID, we're just a little more cautious and trying to do the right thing. Everybody has masks on and, you know, we, we try to do our best to keep the distance. And, uh, and we have even extra masks if somebody comes in without the mask, we can pass it on to them. So hopefully that, that's going to take place this afternoon. Yeah. yeah. And I haven't even mentioned all the rest. You know, there right. are a lot of lectures that have yeah. been involved. And, you know, each year kind of changes. Yesterday we had a beautiful youth, you know, it used to be youth summit mm. two, two years ago. That, you know, that the, the idea was, you know, it's focused on the teenagers and the, you know, young uh, 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 adults in the college yeah. age kids that they did a beautiful job you know it was their thing this year we just kind of made it even more to toward all adults everybody and they had a beautiful uh, virtual summit uh, three hours that is online for this week's facebook page and 
and it was they, they covered all very interesting you know uh, subjects like you know Black Lives Matter and the the poor people's campaign you know did one segment of it that you know what is the uh, the situation of the poor especially with you know this economical yeah. uh, situation we're dealing with and then uh, the uh, another one I forget what it is but anyway so it was really packed thing and a good thing about this uh, uh, year since you know we did a lot of it virtually is that you know all of those are available in the Facebook yeah and so, so if somebody missed an action you know you can go back and really look at it and What's the Facebook page? Facebook page is, uh, they should just uh, check on the Facebook for Peace Week. Okay, Arkansas Peace page. Week. Arkansas yeah. Peace Week. Yeah, that's great. And um, obviously this is built around the September 21st being the UN de declared International Day of Peace. And you kind of built the week around that intentionally, right? Exactly, yeah. Yeah. And uh, there's, there's a lot going on a little route. Do you have visions of it spreading throughout Arkansas? Or is it, it is, actually. Okay. Yeah, it has expanded. That way, and there are. Uh, I mean, for the first year, I know that uh, our friends in Faithfield had this uh, event uh, of they made this you know whirlwind thing hmm. that you know spins for the peace day, and they posted it. And so you know, there are Fort Smith, different you know uh, places. You know, we used to. Uh, this year, I'm not because I was so busy doing my own thing. You know that, but I think you know, Conway, the the usually the, uh, the UCA and uh, also Hendrix College and a lot of other places they they had uh, activities. Yeah, that's great. That's good to hear. And uh, yeah, it's definitely expanding. Yeah, for sure. And uh, even this, like we talked about already, the mural thing concept could be a, a catalyst to spread it even more so across the state. If you know you get communities that are, like you said, that own an area, oh, commit to that area becoming an area of expression. So. This Seventh uh, Street mural is uh, quite breathtaking. It is a, it is definitely a place where you can come, at an oasis, and uh, kind of get lost in the, uh, the themes and the expression. And I recommend anybody from anywhere coming and, and, and experiencing this and supporting what's happening here. And uh, I mean, thank you for taking some time. And, oh, thank you and for sharing this. This is really a community as it at its best. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah definitely. For sure. Yeah. Thank you. Tanya, welcome to the podcast. Oh, hello. Nice to be here. <laughs> yeah, we're glad to oh, have you. Welcome to your podcast to us. Yeah, there you go. It's that. Yeah, we're glad to be here. This is an amazing place to be, amazing atmosphere. So, first of all, just uh, tell me about your experience getting involved with this mural, and when did it start, and kind of uh, how has it progressed for you over time? Well, it started in 2015, which I wasn't part of it. That was that one. Then in 2016, Samex was invited, and he is the graffiti artist that's kind of been behind the momentum of it. He uh, was doing one and invited the community to come down, and I just volunteered to come down and paint behind it. So that was in 2016. The next year, uh, Hamid and I joined forces to do the Teach Peace, and that one was a group thing, kind of like what's going on with his uh, Love is Greater Than Fear and my patchwork peace and protest mural, which where we invite the, the community to come together to paint and in unity and spread the message. So that, and I've also done another mural down here because, you know, as you know, it's taken off this last year. 
uh, as Tamex and Eats, the two graffiti artists, kept doing, they did George Floyd, and then other artists wanted to come forward, and it's just organically boomed into what it is now. So I'm kind of cool to get to be part of something that went from just a once a year little yeah. group thing to just, you know, exploding. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, for sure. So you, you said the product you're working on this year is uh, Patchwork for Peace? Patchwork, Peace, and Protest. Okay. This year's um, theme for uh, the Peace Week is Shaping Peace Together. Actually, I think I got it right. Shaping Peace Together. And uh, so I wanted to do the Peace that That's what the patchwork is, is putting pieces together. So I went to Crystal Mercer, who is who I painted on the top there, because she's a textile artist. She's an activist. She's a poet. Um, and I admire her, and so I uh, I asked her if she would be my the person for the quilt. So she did, and then we've uh, gotten together, and we've got Ron McAdoo, some of his family, some of the poets from his group, uh, other youth, and some people my age, all kind of filling out the quilts. Uh, and Crystal even put a piece on there. So that's kind of it. We are shaping peace together with this quilt. And and, and we and I say peace and protest. Because some people need to get other things out. Yeah. It, you know, so uh, then what they say is no justice, no peace. And so that's so the social justice. This was a peace week alley, and now it's a peace week, a peace and social justice, you know. Yeah. They both go together, right? Absolutely. Yeah, because uh, the idea of peace is not uh, not the idea that we don't cause uh, disturbance in the system. It's more of uh, working towards a place of um, where everybody has a place at the table, you know. Mm-hmm. One of the that's one of the quotes up there. Yeah. So uh, you've had uh, you've worked on this uh, this section of the mural, but you've also had young people come and get involved as well. Yeah. Um. I think I I, I think mainly it's been mine. Uh, it's youth as in teenagers. Yeah. Uh. And teenagers to adults okay. have worked on it. Um. Whereas uh, over there at Hamid's, it's just all age. Yeah. You've had people come up and say, "Hey, I have to take a spot on the on the quilt, and if you have a spot available." Yeah, yeah I tell them when they're doing the quilt if, if they have if they have an idea of like a message or it's almost like mini. Uh, you want to do a mini mural? That's what it's kind of for. And so each one's kind of its own. Great. You said you you've been working on this since when? I mean, not not just this one, but on this mural itself. You've been involved with this. Since the first 2016, I came as a volunteer. One year, um, I actually didn't do any painting. I was more supportive, and I organized some uh, events that raised money for the mural uh, the mural that uh, Tamex and Eats and some other artists, which is this old big one over here that says Peace, and it has Little Rock Central High, and uh, they added that, and I actually raised money for scaffolding and stuff throughout the neighborhood, and, and this year was the first year I put my artwork on there. Okay. Yeah, so there's some fundraising involved with this that has happened, mm-hmm. I just not... It's cheap to put all this all, stuff out there. All, all, the, all the artists are volunteers, yeah. but it, it, it takes a, it, the paint costs money, yeah. the equipment, the, the, the scaffolding, all, all this stuff costs money to be able to make this happen. But everybody is volunteering. Yeah. So what does this what does this mural mean to you? Like being down here, kind of being not only as a as a participant in, in creating the mural, but just in general, what does this kind of mean to the community and to yourself? Yeah, I'm part of the neighbor Capital Abuse Station Neighborhood Association, and for me, it has brought almost like it's brought the world in a in a positive light for yeah. our neighborhood. Um, and and so many people are coming together for it, and it's really exciting that this energy it's a, it, there's a there is a special energy that is here 
that people feel when they come down here, and I feel it. And and it's because there's so much unity yeah. and so much diversity. It is a positive way to deal with with all the turmoil going on. So it, and so it, to bring this into my neighborhood and to be a part of it is it, it just fills my heart. Yeah, absolutely. And it's one of those things that can be here for potentially be here for generations if we can take so, care yeah. of it. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, uh, we have to keep fighting. The vandalism that goes on, and so we will probably be trying to raise money eventually to get as much sealer as we can, you know, of some sort. Yeah, but, we, we but we were able to wash it off because we found it when the one got covered up completely down there that was uh, Adasia's, Adasia Cooper's. Hers got covered up twice, once with black paint and once with white. And the last time we got, when we washed it off, there was still some remnants, kind of a kind of a distressed look. And because hers is ain't I a woman, she and the rest of us decided that just instead of repainting over it, just cleaning it and leaving those distressed marks, really were the story of wow. what black women yeah. have to deal with. And it's still going on. Even though yeah. you're painting it up there, you're still getting it. Yeah. Uh, so Even the creation of that, that part, part of the, that yeah. was part of the story. Wow, now is, is the is is the vandalism that happened. Yeah, powerful. Yeah, and I, I, I said I noticed that there's a you know Brianna Taylor uh, section, there is a George Floyd section, and like you said, even the uh, one that got vandalized. Um, so there have been current events popping up even on this uh, mural. Yeah. And um, that is such a powerful thing. Yeah, and I'm going to be working on next is the free Kenneth Reams one. Okay. Which I've got the words up there now, but I haven't got his portrait, and I want to do some words from his poems there. But he, uh, because he is a story of not not all the uh, bad things that have happened to uh, the communities in our world are, are they getting killed. Some of them are just locked up for for things that white people normally wouldn't be locked up for. And so I want so I want to share that story too. Yeah, you mentioned that there's a lot of diversity of expression here from people in different backgrounds. So that that in itself is such a meaningful thing. What do you uh, what do you envision as far as um, what this can be for the community as far as uh, people coming from all over coming here and what what can they experience when they're here? You think? No, well, I'm art on the street yeah. is still accessible to everybody, yeah. and uh, and that's to be seen. Uh, but where we're standing right above us is where the old railroad tracks are that, that don't you aren't don't run as railroad tracks, and it is cited to be part of the bike trail that's going to go all the way down to. Uh, uh, hot spring. Wow. Wow. So hopefully there'll be a bike trail going right here. And so when these people ride their bike, they can see this. They can stop their bike, uh, get out here and come down here. Yeah. Uh, I would love to see if we have some little park around up there by the trail. Yeah. That remains to be seen. But, uh, yeah, so yeah. the city's behind us on this now. I mean, kind of even though we started with little things and then we just kind of took off. Like they, they come down, if we're cutting brush, they come down within about a day and they clean it off. And but you feel the city actually realizing that it, that this is something bigger than what they would normally deal with. They're like, yeah, we're yeah. scared about this. Yeah. Do you see this expanding to other cities? I, I think I, I don't know if they have something exactly like this, but I think uh, I've seen some other cities that have mural spaces. Yeah. I don't know if it's as big as this. I, 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 uh, but I've seen murals and I've seen where there was more than one mural. But I don't know if there's anything like yeah. what we have. So what what role do you think art art expression plays in the in the movement for justice and peace? What does it, what does all, it do? Well, it's 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 always been like a, a way to well convey messages. Even it, it marks history. Yeah. Uh, but it it also it it speaks to a way not you know it's more not everybody's gonna sit down there and read a whole lot. But it's and when you come here and you see something, even with me with some of the things that were written on my little quilt. Yeah. You're like, oh, what is that? And hopefully, 
sparks the interest of people to go and research what that is about, where, you know, otherwise they may not. Yeah, you've heard that phrase, that cliche, uh, pictures speak a thousand words. Yeah. And uh, we're speaking millions of words down here, it seems, for sure. For sure. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you taking some time to share with us and being a part of this mural. And uh, it's really it's really great. And it's, it's neat that this is a part of the uh, Little Rock community. And uh, hopefully it continues to grow. Yes. Thank you very much for yeah. coming down and visiting with us. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, and thanks for having me. <laughs> Very good. When I think about the the events that were taking place, they were uh, Saturday and Sunday in the morning, eight to yeah. noon. So, what was what kind of motivated you to be willing to give up your Sunday morning sleep time to get up earlier? <laughs> I think the comment you gave me was, "This is earlier than I get up for school. We had to get up and go." <laughs> so, what uh, what motivated you to want to? to be willing to do that, to go down there and experience the 7th Street mural? Well, uh, I wanted to have the experience of, you know, painting something outside of what I already, all the projects that I already have. I wanted to try something artistic uh, outside of what I was already doing. And I also just wanted to do it because it sounded like fun. Yeah. And I was like, I was interested. Yeah. Well, fun is always a good motivator. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to being an artist, a young person is an artist. What kind of got you started and being interested in art and painting and working on that craft? Because I know you spend time practicing it and working on it. What kind of sparked that inside you? It was like a gradual thing. First, it was a class I took. I was like, oh, I, I I'll try this out, and so I tried it out, and it was all realistic art that I was practicing in that class, and at first I wasn't really I was like oh, I don't really want to do realistic art like do this art because at the time I thought of art as being the realistic and then there's like it goes from realistic to cartoon there wasn't really an in-between so at first it was just that class and then like it sparked my interest so I just kept practicing and practicing and I would mentioned that I liked art and that would all that would start conversations with other people so that that's pretty much my motivator was just it just was a gradual motivation Mm. to want to keep practicing and then you know it changed at first I was only like sketching and it was it was very 2d it didn't have any depth then I started dabbling a little bit in shading and making it more three-dimensional and then I tried digital art, and then I did painting, and those are very different, but, you know, you can take tips or, like, tricks from both to help each other, so. That's always interesting to me, too, um, especially artists, where how they get started, because it's a craft. You gotta, you gotta like you said, you got to practice it. Mm-hmm. you got to work on it. It's not something you just wake up and this, you can paint something that perfection, right? Mm-hmm. And so people who, who get into it have to love it and have to feel like it's something that they enjoy doing and are willing to work on the craft. So I was kind of interested in that and I appreciate your answer. The 7th Street mural, we went down there on a Sunday morning and uh, when we got there, 
What was your first impression when you saw the artwork on the walls? It was, it was really beautiful. Like all of the different art styles and colors, like the color schemes were different for each piece. It was really cool. Hmm. And it was, it was amazing. It was very inspiring to be there because there was a collection of different people's art styles. Even if they were slightly similar to each other, they all had their own, like, it was two different hands that drew it. So they were going to be different. Yeah. So that's why it was was pretty. Yeah. It's pretty to see uh, other artists expressing themselves. Now, of course, the 7th Street mural is filled with uh, art expression that is addressing a lot of social issues. Um, forms of oppression and a cry out for injustice, seeking justice. Mm-hmm. That's not the cup of tea for all artists. So why were you interested in contributing to that, knowing that kind of the the atmosphere of that mural and the art artistic expression is kind of a, for for um, social issues? Why did you um, feel like that was something you wanted to contribute to? I had recently started learning more about the injustices the United States founders had Mm. had on the people, the peoples before them, the indigenous peoples before them, and the people they brought with them. And so uh, that I started learning about that, and then I started learning about how messed up our uh, our system was. And so I was like, uh, I want to do my part. And it would be a long time before I I can actually put a hand in changing anything. So I wanted to do that as the mural, as my part of contributing to change. Yeah, that's cool. You can contribute at any age, right? Just Mm -hmm. um, finding ways to do that. And sometimes it could be as unique as a, a mural like that. So... The fact that you're willing to you know, pursue that is, is great. And I find that inspiring and encouraging. So when you got there, we looked around. We know that there's two projects that were being worked on. Mm-hmm. And we first went to the one that uh, Mr. Hamid was organizing. And it was a kind of a quilt, multicolored, multi-shades of purple quilt. that had these hearts and different messages that people put on it. The piece that you put down there, it seemed like you just kind of knew what you wanted to do right away. So um, what kind of inspired you to paint what you painted? Uh, I actually had no idea what I was doing okay. when I got there. <laughs> I I just kind of just stood there, you know, thinking about what I wanted to draw and paint. And I thought about it the night before. I thought about it a little bit. You know, I had to have some inkling of what I would contribute but I didn't have a solid idea of what I wanted to do because I hadn't actually seen yeah. the mural that was already on there. So I had to melt together mm-hmm. in a way. So I just kind of was like, all right, well, that would look good. Uh, I'm pretty good at drawing that. That's kind of something that I like. I'll add that. This is this is what I yeah I can do. So um, do you mind kind of describing what you painted there and, and what it means to you? Well, I picked a heart. It was a light pink. And the colors that I chose to go with it were yellow and white. And as I started painting, at first I put an infinity sign because it's a heart. And I already had something that I drew before that was a heart with an infinity sign. And so I was like, oh, I was playing off of that. And so I drew the, the infinity sign. 
And then I painted the words on, and I was like, huh, these colors, the pink and the white, are like the trans flag. And I was like, all right, all right, I'll use that. And so I added a light blue and made it a trans flag heart. Hmm. And so you wrote, you um, created an art piece that had some uh, reflection of the kind of an honor, maybe not intentionally, but it kind of just it kind of grew into kind of a a uh, honor of the trans community and their fight for justice. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So what was it like um, preparing to put, that was the first uh, place you contributed to. What was it like preparing yourself to put that first paint to the, to the wall? Did you feel nervous? Did you feel like it was, they're going to mess it up? Or what was it like? Were you excited or just focused? I w- it was just, you know, it was kind of just quiet. It was yeah. just like, all right, yeah, I'll paint now. I was in the artistic mindset and so it, there is not really it's for me it's kind of hard to explain like uh, like the emotions that go into it uh, into painting it just kind of flows I don't really feel the emotions as they leave mm-hmm. I just look at it later and and I'm like oh that's how I was feeling okay that day wow that's some uh, neat insight there you got to work there with Mr Hamid mm-hmm. and uh, what was it like working with him uh, I really liked. Working <laughs> with the artists that were there, yeah. Mr. Hamid, because I I rarely am around other artists. For one, I'm not very good at socializing, and <laughs> I don't go to a lot of art-related events, yeah. and, you know, it's COVID and all that. Right. So there's, like, very, very small chance of actually, you know, being in an event with other artists. Yeah. So I picked up a few things, you know, it was just fun being around another artist getting to learn from them and yeah. little tips they were giving you. Yeah, that's pretty cool. So you went over to the other project that was being uh, offered to you to contribute to, mm-hmm. and it was uh, with Miss Tanya. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk about that piece a little bit. What what kind of inspired you and what, what you kind of describe it? And um, you, know, you get a little smile on your face because that's kind of a unique uh, piece of art you put down there. Yeah. So. So uh, the night before, I was thinking, huh, what are the things that I haven't drawn ever, something I haven't done before, I'll easily mess up, but which one, <laughs> what, what do I want to do? And then I was like, kiwi, the kiwi bird, I want the kiwi bird, they're really cute, brown fluff balls yeah. with scaly feet, they look like chickens, <laughs> but covered in brown fur. Yeah with just round heads and a long beak. So I knew I wanted to put a kiwi, but when I got there, I was looking at it, I was like, oh, how am I going to do this? Because I was like, I wanted a kiwi with a dragon lily, and oh wait, no, uh, uh, a spider lily, mm-hmm. and I wanted a dragonfly to be perched on top of the yeah. spider lily. Yeah. And then I get there, I'm like, I, I don't want to do any of that. <laughs> Because it needed to melt with the other pieces, yeah. and I was like, "Huh, that doesn't really that doesn't really fit very well." Also, they were having like there's like words mm. of justice on there, yeah. And so, um, I put my kiwi down, and then I put like a banner like thing that says "Fight Poverty, Not the Poor," mm. and I just added colors, and you know, it turned out very like festive. Yeah, it did. <laughs> But it was, you know, it kind of fit well. That, that, what you're describing is the quilt, another quilt mm-hmm. project that was being done, in which uh, each little section of the quilt, each piece, was an opportunity for an artist to express their 
their creativity, again, like you said, communicating social justice issues or cries for, for justice, cries for, uh, against inequity and oppression. At that spot, you got to talk with some more artists, right. Miss Tanya and others. Yeah. What was that like? Oh, it was so much fun. Uh, Miss Tanya gave me advice on how to do the lettering, and she was good fun. She, yeah. was, she was nice. And there was another artist there, and she said that she had never, uh, she wasn't really an artist. She just wanted to contribute uh-huh. and paint. And it was fun listening to her speak because um, I think she was Latino, so she would speak. Uh, Spanish to her two dogs that she brought. Okay. And it was it was very um, <laughs> it was a lot of fun to listen to yeah. her. And she was uh, very energetic and talkative. Mm. I didn't really say very much, but yeah. I was mostly just listening to her talk yeah. to the photographer that was there. And um, so they would just talk, and I would listen. I would be like smiling behind my mask, just <laughs> like. Oh. So it was kind of fun to be kind of yeah. be a part of the atmosphere. Yeah. Yeah. So that was nice of Miss Tanya to help you out and kind of give you some pointers. Both her and Mr. Hamid were kind of give you some tips that mm-hmm. you can take with you. So you went there to contribute and you walked away with actually gaining some stuff too, didn't you? Yeah. Uh, Mr. Hamid taught me how to make brown. Okay. By mixing different <laughs> colors. And yeah. now I will always know how to make brown. Yeah. 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 That's great. I'm walking up and down. Actually, when we got there, you got to see some of the art and it was kind of inspiring, you know. And then afterwards, just kind of walking around a little bit. What do you do? You have anything you want to say, like, about the mural and about what what's there, and um, talking to folks about encouraging, want to give them to go check it out? Well, if if you like looking at things that are like aesthetic, I guess, mm-hmm. then definitely go. It yeah. is very aesthetic, and they're really really good pieces of art there. Yeah. I didn't walk all the way down. I walked under a little bit under the train tracks above us. Yeah. But I didn't go completely down, but there was a, like the whole thing was covered in different pieces of art and they were all very well done yeah. pieces and they were all like talking about different issues and stuff. Yeah. It was really inspiring yeah. and if you want to feel inspired one day just go <laughs> maybe the day you go and visit you'll be like all right i'm gonna start painting on walls now yeah there you go you already mentioned that you know you wanted to, to do your part kind of in a way that you think you can what advice do you have to other young people who may be thinking about um, wanting to get involved because they see what's happening in our country and what they if they learn about the past like you said you've done and you feel inspired to kind of address injustices and a fight towards equity. So do you have any advice for, for young people who are thinking the same way? My advice would be to um, listen, I guess. Listen, mm. watch, look, see. And eventually you'll find places where they need uh, uh, numbers. They need bodies to be there. Yeah. And so that is one way that you can contribute as a young person. Yeah, very good. Just being there, knowing why they're there, and contributing your voice to the crowd. Yeah. Well, there's no doubt that um, young people and energy that you bring to any movement is um, very impactful. Mm-hmm. And it seems like 
oftentimes some of these movies can feel like it's just a bunch of middle aged and older folks trying to do things, but as soon as you inject young energy, it just the whole dynamic changes and pushes it forward in a special way. So in the Poor People's Campaign, we definitely uh, embrace and encourage young folks to get involved in any way they can. And uh, you um, had written Fight Poverty, Not the Poor on there. I know that comes from the, it's one of the uh, slogans of the Poor People's Campaign. And why did you choose that to go with your uh, quilt art with the kiwi? Well, that day it was just really occurred to me as like, they're not doing anything to help the poor. They're mm-hmm. just fighting things that help the poor. Yeah. So you just really have to remember that when things are going down. Yeah. You have to instill it in the people who can change things. You have to fight poverty. Yeah. You can't fight the people in poverty. Right. You're not doing your part if you're fighting the people. Yeah. Makes sense, doesn't it? Seems mm-hmm. like it makes seems pretty clear, cut and dry there, that yeah. instead of attacking the people who are marginalized and vulnerable, mm-hmm. you deal with the system that's creating the poverty in the first place and see how can we uplift these folks as opposed to, you know, kicking the water down, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So do you have any words of advice or encouragement for other young artists who are trying to find their way and, and uh, develop their skills? A good way is just doing art. Mm. Uh, you might hear it a lot, like a lot of people say it. And, you know, advice that a lot of people say, they probably come from a place where, it, you know, it makes sense. So um, just doing art, but not like forcing yourself to do it, because I know I can't force myself to do art. I'm just sit there with my pencil on the page and I'm just like, I don't want to do this. You have to want to do it and you'll just feel that. And it could last for days, it can last for hours. Hmm. But in that time span, just let it, let it flow, let it go. And that's a way to just develop your art. And don't try to like match your art to other people. If you need good practice, like looking at a picture, drawing the same picture. It won't look identical. Don't beat yourself up over the fact that it doesn't look identical. <laughs> I've done that before. Yeah. Um, just copying pictures can help you just get the movement mm. and the flow, seeing how things look, and you're like, all right, yeah, that makes it look like a good picture. And so that just really helps yeah. develop. That's good. I appreciate you saying that. So... Again, I'm, uh, I think it was great to kind of be able to take you to that uh, mural and to be able to contribute. It was fun to watch you um, contribute and uh, just to be there. You know, personally, it was a very moving experience of being there and the atmosphere. And uh, what does it feel like knowing that your art piece that you contributed is, is probably going to be there for a really long time? And it may be hundreds and if not thousands of people who are going to walk by and see it. And uh, so what does that what does that feel like for you to think about that? It's really cool to think about the fact that a lot of people might see it one day. And one day it will be so faded and they'll be like, oh, this has been around here for so long. Look, it's all faded. <laughs> yeah. Is that a kiwi? Those things don't <laughs> exist anymore. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, it's kind of, uh, especially the fact that you, you know, with the art piece like that where you're kind of conveying a message, you know, it's kind of neat knowing that. You know, you, you put something down that's going to communicate 
you know, to identify and recognize trans people in the trans community. And you also put a piece down that expresses and identifies our need to fight for the poor and marginalized among us, as well as a really cute kiwi. <laughs> <laughs> so that's kind of neat, you know, that all that's kind of mixed in there and people get to walk by and see that, oh, like they're going to see, if someone who knows is in tune with the trans community, they're going, oh, they're going to see those colors and say, yeah, someone was thinking about me, you know. Yeah. Or someone who is struggling, they see that people are fighting for, for them, you know, trying to uh, dismantle the systemic poverty. That may give them a moment. So that kind of, my reflection, that kind of seems like a pretty cool thing. What do you think about that? Yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thank you for sitting down with me and uh, taking some of your free time yeah. <laughs> to uh, have this conversation. I'm grateful to call you daughter, and, yeah. and uh, thank you, Sarah, again for joining me on the podcast. You're welcome. I am not afraid. Thank you for checking out this bonus episode of Four Together, a podcast from the Arkansas Poor People's Campaign. If you like what you hear, please consider subscribing and sharing it with your uh, friends and family. This podcast would not be possible without the help of our volunteers. Special shout out to Tobias Peoples, David Coffey, Anissa Rayford Ford for your help in making these podcasts. And I'm truly grateful for your efforts. If you want to connect with the Arkansas Poor People's Campaign, a national call for moral revival, we're on Facebook. Twitter, Instagram. We have a website at www.poorpeoplescampaign.org forward slash Arkansas. And uh, also you can reach out to us via email at arkansas at poorpeoplescampaign.org. And as always, forward together, not one step back. <laughs>